The church has seasons. The season of Epiphany ends on Tuesday night. Since January 6, when the wise men worshipped that baby Jesus in Bethlehem, we've had stories about Jesus' ministry bringing God's light into the world. It began with his baptism and finishes with today's account of the transfiguration when Jesus positively glows. But come Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, Lent begins, the season when we follow Jesus' journey to Jerusalem, to the hillside known as the place of the skull, to the cross. For 40 days, the darkness collects around him. Then Easter. Lent is 40 days, Easter is 50 a reminder that life is stronger than death, joy more potent than grief. Though in the stories of Eastertide, it takes Jesus' followers all 50 days to believe that. Like us, they struggle to trust in such good news. Then with a rush of wind and a spirit that falls on the disciples like flames, it is Pentecost the Sundays after stretching all the way into late fall are known as ordinary time, but every one of them is infused with the Spirit as we learn about Jesus' ministry, the prayers, the healings, the forgiveness, the welcome, the feedings. Then it's Advent, asking that even as we remember Jesus' birth, we anticipate his coming to us again at the last day, whenever that may be. It's a year, and it's a lot, but so are our own years. Our lives also have their seasons. We remember the year, or maybe years, when we were struggling. That time of great and surprising happiness. Our ordinary days and the time spent in anticipation, maybe of birth or a new job or a new life. This day, this last Sunday of the Epiphany, offers us tremendous hope for all our days and all our seasons. The gospel begins by saying this event takes place six days later. Later than what? Well, it's six days after Peter realized that Jesus was the Son of God and said so when Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? They looked away and they shuffled their feet the way we all do when we're unsure of what the right answer is. But Peter spoke up, which would seem to make today's glorious mountaintop revelation the culmination of that story. But it's also six days after Peter, having gotten the answer so right, then got the answer terribly wrong. Jesus said he would be going to Jerusalem and would die there. Peter wasn't having that and argued with Jesus until Jesus called Peter Satan and told him to step back. Pretty intense stuff. So six days later, here they are, Jesus, 
Peter, James, and John. So we know Jesus isn't done with Peter, for there he is. And the three disciples joined by Moses and Elijah, the first, the giver of the law, who led the people from slavery in Egypt to the promised land, and the other, considered the greatest of the prophets and the forerunner of the Messiah. We get to see with those three disciples, Jesus revealed as the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. We get to see with the three disciples that Jesus is the Christ, just as Peter had said. But we also hear a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Jesus has already said that he must go to Jerusalem. Now he says, do not be afraid. And he ends by telling them not to speak of this until after he is raised from the dead. I have nothing but admiration for Peter. If someone told me that something terrible would happen to me or someone I love, I too would fight it, argue against it, do anything I could to make it not so. <coughs> Many of the seasons of our lives do not make sense except in hindsight, when we look back and understand, finally, what was happening, something we couldn't see or even imagine at the time. What the seasons of the church year tell us, and this day in particular, is that all we experience from the ordinary to the exalted to the very worst of days are places and seasons where Jesus has been and still comes to be with us. This story reminds us that like Peter, we can't know all that is ahead but we can trust the one we follow. He is God's beloved. And despite all our missteps and all the ways we misspeak and argue with God, we are ever beloved by Jesus. What we need to do is listen to him and trust that what doesn't make sense now, one day shall and that it all ends with glory. That for Peter and for us is enough. It is everything. <laughs>